Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 6. No, let's start from verses 1 all the way to 6. 2 Corinthians, and I'm going to read from the NIV. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 from verses number 1 through to 6. Hallelujah. By the meekness and the gentleness of Christ, I appeal to you, I, Paul, who am timid when face to face with you, but bold when away. I beg you that when I come, I may not have to be as bold as I expect to be toward some people who think that we live by the standards of this world. Amen. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretensions, every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Hallelujah. In talking uh, about a lot of things, but I believe that, you know, as I said, I wanted to talk about the book, but the Lord has impressed upon me to, for us to really take our time and go through something that we will need in the next few weeks, in the next few months, as we go through another lockdown, go through another turbulence in, in the world, in, in, in our lives, we need something. You know, I think I've shared a little bit of this message before, but I want to go a little deeper. And I want us to, to, I want to talk about the secret weapons of our warfare. The secret weapons of our warfare. Hallelujah. And Paul was saying that, I beg you, verse 2 says, I beg you, when I come, I may not have to be as bold as I expect to be towards some people who think that we live by the standards of this world. Hallelujah. Christians, believers, are not supposed to live by the standards of this world. Amen. I said we are not supposed to live by the standards of this world. If you look at what the news says and you look at what is happening there, you won't be able to do anything because fear will grip you. And fear is, is a very tormenting, isn't, isn't it true? And fear has a way of debilitating, uh, what's the word? Debilitating us and making us, uh, you know, incapable of doing the will of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says we are the salt of the earth. So as salt, we need to add flavor to the world. We need to add flavor to our world that we live in. We should be a difference uh, between life and death. We should be a difference between success and failure. Hallelujah. We should be different in the way we, we do things. The standard that we operate by is not the same standard as the world. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. You know, the world has a way of waging war. As uh, they, they say a second wave is coming, the, the, the prime minister is about to announce that stop all the, the pubs are supposed to close, you know, the gatherings are supposed to close, no, no barbecue, no visiting and all those things. That is the world system. But what is our system? 
What is the system that we need to operate by? What is the way that we as Christians need to work? What are some of the, the weapons that we can use to fight? The scary times that we live in, the turbulent times that we live in. You know, for some of us, we are oblivious to what is going on. We are not, we are not you know, uh, it's as if we, we, the, the, the whole year has passed us by. How many know what I'm talking about? It's like the whole year is passing us by. Everything is going on around us. It's like we are very numb to what is going on. But you see, when, when the world is running and, and, and uh, amok and they are afraid, we Christians must not be afraid. We must have a voice. We must have some secrets that we use. Amen. And these are the secrets I want us to discuss. Hallelujah. Though we live in the world, our weapons are different. In Job chapter 22, verse 28 to 29, listen to what Job says. You will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you. So light will shine in your ways. Amen. You will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you. So light will shine in your way. How many of us are declaring things, even in this difficult period that we live in? When the, 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 your boss is, is threatening to uh, lay you off and is threatening to uh, make you lose your job because um, the, the things are not working, what are some of the things you can do to make sure that others may be, may be laid off but you will not be laid off? It is the, the power, the secret to declare the thing. Amen. The Bible says you shall declare a thing and it shall be established. How many of us have been declaring things? Only few people are declaring things through the pandemic because maybe we don't even know that we need to be declaring things as Christians. Maybe we don't even know that we have a weapon. We have secret weapons that we need to deploy. When times are tough and things are hard, there are some secret weapons that you and I need to deploy as Christians. You see, if you are going to fight an opponent and you don't have the right ammunition or the right armory to fight the opponent, you are destined to lose. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You may be healthy, you may be well and everything, but if you don't have the strength, you don't have the wherewithal to use, you know, uh, there is a, a certain uh, uh, missile, I don't know what's the name, you shoot this way, but it goes the opposite way. I don't know what it's called. What? Bazooka. So, listen, the, the, the bazooka, if you shoot it this way, the missile will come out the opposite way and go and shoot. So, if you are somebody who doesn't know how to handle the bazooka, and it is put in your hand, you may shoot your own, your own people because you'll be pointing at the wrong direction, thinking that the, 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 the gun is supposed to fire this way and it fires the other way. Some of us, our fear, the way we discuss fear is like shooting a bazooka towards our own um, finances. We are shooting towards our own marriages. We are shooting towards our own children. 
when people are, uh, are complaining, you also complain. When people are saying how difficult life is and how difficult and how tough things are, you also say the same thing. It's like shooting a bazooka against yourself. Because we are not, we, we haven't mastered how to deploy the, the weapons that we are, use, we are supposed to be using. Verse 29 says, when they, when they cast you down and they say, exaltation will come, then you will save the humble person. When people are cast down, you will say there is a lifting. You know, we are not supposed to be moved by what we see. We are supposed to be moved by what the word of God says. So let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say what? I am rich. That is how we are supposed, as Christians, that is how we are supposed to operate. Those are some of the secret weapons that we have. Somebody say, oh, Pastor, you know, we have to face the reality. We have to face facts. No, let the weak say what? I am strong. And let the poor say what? I am rich. Because there is the reality and there is the truth. The truth is always stronger than the reality. Because what you are seeing, see, the, the, the Bible says that the world that we are, see, we are seeing today is made out of things that we don't see. So 2020 and the things that we are seeing and experiencing today was made by things that we couldn't see. There were some, some, some winds that was driving the pandemic around our way. So now that we are in the pandemic, what do we do? When the, the disciples were in the boat, in the ship, with Jesus, and Jesus was asleep. The Bible says that they, they woke Jesus up. When they woke him up, he, the Bible says he did not speak to the water, even though the water was what was threatening them. How many know that? The Bible says that he spoke to the wind, because the wind that you can't see was what was driving the storm that they were in. Are you understanding what I'm saying? As Christians, we must have the, that, that insight that what we are seeing is driven by what we can't see. So if we want to be successful, if we want to go through life and have the upper hand, we must deal with the things that we can't see. We must deploy the secret weapons that we have. Hallelujah. We must become people that are masters at deploying the right uh, missiles at the right time. Because you may have the right gun, but if you deploy it in the wrong place, you can kill yourself. There's another uh, uh, missile called a grenade. Now the grenade, you are supposed to pull a pin from somewhere. Can you give me a picture of a grenade? You are supposed to pull a pin from somewhere. And when you pull the pin out of the grenade and you release the grenade, maybe by accident the grenade falls on your, on your leg, on your foot, by you, you are gonna. How many understand what I'm saying? Because when you, the grenade is supposed to be launched out, out, far away from you. Because it is a bomb. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it may be the right uh, missile or the right uh, uh, ammunition to use, but if you don't know how to use it or you don't know where to use it, you can be in trouble. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? So, so, as we, we've been talking, say that we are of the world, but we are 
We are in the world, but we are not of the world. Jesus said, yes, have you seen it? When the pin, the pin is on the top corner, when the pin is released, it becomes life. When you, it, it hits anything, it explodes. As soon as the pin is taken out. Some of us, our confession is like a grenade. So we take the pin out. And then you bomb everything. There's a scripture in, uh, in Mark chapter 11. It says that if, if you pray, if you, if you say to this, this uh, uh, mountain, be that removed from here and be planted in the sea, and you don't have any doubt, you don't have any doubt, you shall have what, whatever you say. In, in that scripture, there are about five says. It didn't say when you pray. He says, when you say. Can you find that scripture for me? Mark 11. I think it's 20 something. 23. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain. So the first one is what? Say. Say to this mountain. May you be lifted up and be thrown into the sea. It will happen next. But you must really believe. And it goes on and on. But it, 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 what I wanted, this, I think the next scripture is 24 is what I'm looking for. Somewhere there. It says that you shall have whatever you say. I, 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 you get what I'm saying? That the say. So when you are saying, be careful about the things you are saying. Because it's like a live grenade. If you say the wrong things, you will see the wrong things. Sometimes our prayer is negated by what we say. Our careless speaking. How many speak some careless things? You don't think about them, but you say some careless things. Give me a wave. Oh, I am broke. Oh, I'm very broke. It is not, things are hard. Things are not working at all. You know, it's very, very hard. You know, as they are laying people off, I am afraid that I'll be the next to be laid off. You know, those are like light grenades that you are releasing around you. Hallelujah. Speak the right things. Do the right things. Am I talking to somebody? Listen, it's going to get more difficult. Things are going to get harder than it is now. But I don't want you to focus on the, the hardness of life. I don't want you to focus on how difficult things may look. Focus on the, on the God you serve. Amen. I say focus on the God you serve. Because he says that I will never leave you nor forsake you. A thousand may fall to the left and ten thousand may fall to the right, but it will not come near your dwelling place. Only with your eyes you shall behold it. Believe in the word of God and confess what the word says. Confess the truth. Not that as we are sitting there, you start having a sore throat and a little slight headache. Hey, I'm getting corona. Then you start telling everybody, I think I have corona. I think I have corona. I think I... What do you think will happen to you? Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, the Bible says that for the, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. 
Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Hallelujah. Take all the armor, the whole armor of God. So we're going to look at some of these armor that we have to use in this difficult time. How many things are a good idea? To look. The first armor I want us to look at is the armor of praise. Somebody say the armor of praise. Or the, the weapon of praise. Praise is a weapon. Brothers and sisters, praise is a weapon. Give me uh, Psalm 34. Praise is a weapon. How many of us are able to praise God in this difficult time? The psalmist says that by the rivers of Babylon, there we, 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 we hung up our harp and we sat down and wept. When our captors required of us from us a song, and we said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How many will agree that this is a strange year? This is a strange year. This is a, we, we are going through some strange times. And for, for some of us, we have lost our praise. We have lost our hope. We have lost our song. Without realizing that even though you are in captivity, you are supposed to learn how to praise God through the captivity. You are supposed to learn how to praise God through your prison experience. I will bless the Lord at all times, Psalm 34 verse 1. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. This is somebody's declaration that I will bless the Lord at all times. The Bible says at all times means what? Oh, I said at all times means what? In good times, in bad times, in terrible times, in tempestuous times, in, 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 in uh, uh, scary times, I will bless the Lord. I will praise him. I will continually use my mouth to praise him. Amen. The secret of that thing, even the world has dis uh, discovered it. That is why when you see boxers, you see footballers, you see athletes, when they are going to uh, play or they are going to fight or they are going to, they start singing. Because when you sing, it gives you a certain strength. When you are singing, it means that I am not moved by what I see. I am moved by something that's higher than what I'm seeing. Verse 2 says what? My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. You know when you are singing the praise of God, you are making a boast in the God you serve. And what it means is that you are making the, you are magnifying your solution, the solution to the problem. And anytime you magnify the solution, you minimize the problem. So when the doctor says that you have tested positive for COVID-19, and they say that the chances are not good, you may have to be put on a ventilator because you have underlying causes. Rather than being afraid and letting that fear overcome you, you say, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praising the Lord. 
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise in the Lord, because He's God and His mercies shall endure, because because he is God and his mercy. You know, when you start singing a song like this, it begins to remind you of the things God has done for you. So your soul begins to make boast in the Lord God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And as you start doing that, God cannot help it but come on the scene. Because the Bible says that he inhabits the praise of his people. So when his people start to praise him, he has to come down. He has to surface. So in that hospital ward, in that side room that the doctor is giving you very scary diagnosis, you start worshiping like that. Immediately God has no choice but to descend into the See, next, next verse. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I saw the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Listen, praise increases faith. The opposite of faith is fear. So anytime fear is introduced and you start praising God, you introduce faith. Am I making sense to you? Yeah. As your boss is telling you that today may be your last day. Because we cannot, you didn't qualify for fellowing. And we cannot retain your services. So today is your last day at work. You are losing your job. Begin to praise God. Rather than entertaining fear. What am I, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my mortgage? My mortgage is due. Uh, my bills are due. If I don't uh, pay my bill, I'll be homeless. What's going to happen to me? Rather than thinking about those things and building the fear. Rather, because he is God and his mercies shall endure. As, as you start worshipping God, does that mean that the problem is not there? The problem is there. But praise has something that it does. There are some secrets of praise. Number one, let me give you a few secrets of praise. When you praise God, it activates the spirit world. Praise activates the spirit world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It activates the spirit world. It makes God come down to you. He inhabits the praise of his people. So you have to come down. Amen. I know most of us, we, we are not used to, we are used to prayer. But we are not used to praise. Praise is also a prayer. Am I talking to somebody? Praise is a, praise is a weapon. Just as prayer is a weapon. Most of us don't de deploy that weapon of praise and worship. I want to challenge you as you go through these difficult times. Learn how to worship more. 
as the news are giving us very, very scary, you know, data and giving us, oh, the, the uh, COVID-19 cases are shot up from 14,000 to 17,000. They've gone for this. Rather than being afraid, why don't you start worshiping God? If God has kept you from March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, can God not see you through? I said, can God not see you through? Why don't you take the time out and worship him rather than being afraid? Because when you worship, you, you encourage him to do more. Number two, praise causes the enemy to retreat. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22 and 23, the Bible says that now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushment. You see, the, the spirit is released, isn't it? The spirit of God is released through praise and worship. The Bible says that when they began to pray, Jehoshaphat and his, and his people started to worship and sing and praise God. The Lord set an ambushment against the people of Ammon, against Moab, against Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. Your enemies will help to kill them, themselves. I say your enemies will help to kill themselves. Just because you are singing. Most of us don't know how to sing worship songs. We don't know how to sing praise songs. We don't know how to sing one praise song. Which means that you cannot deploy one missile correctly. One weapon. You don't know how to learn how to sing. Praise song. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. You know, sometimes even when you start singing to yourself on your on the way to work, as you are singing worship, just worshiping, it gives you a certain satisfaction, a certain a certain you know settledness of your spirit. That when you go, anybody tries to, uh, you know, tempt you or try to do anything funny, you don't react. Because your spirit is settled. Hallelujah. I said there is something that prayer cannot do. Fasting may not be able to do it. But praise can do that. Let praise be a lifestyle. In Hebrews 13, 15 through to 18, it says that, Hebrews chapter 13. Let it be a... By him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Amen. Let us offer praise to God. In 1 Thessalonians 5.16, it says that 
15, it says that rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything. Somebody say in everything. In everything. Give thanks. Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Learn to be a thankful person. Remember those ten lepers that Jesus healed. They all went their way excited. But one person returned to give thanks. And the Bible says that Jesus said that were there not ten that were cleansed? And how come only one, a foreigner, has returned to give thanks? Then he told him, go your way and be made whole. Being whole is different from being cleansed. Are you getting what I mean? Because in those days, lepers were not allowed to work. So if you are a leper and you are unemployed and you, don't, you are homeless, and Jesus has healed and cleansed your leprosy, you are still a homeless, cleansed, former leper. How, how many understand that? Yeah, but when you come back to give thanks, Jesus says, I've been made whole. means that everything you lost be restored. Now you are no longer homeless. Your wife who left you has now come back. Your children who abandoned you has now come back. Hallelujah. There is something in praise. I know it's something we don't talk about very often. But I want us as, as, as believers, especially in, this, in these difficult times, to learn how to praise God. Learn how to use your mouth, to, the fruit of your lips. Always say that, pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks to God. Give thanks. Let the fruit of your lips be offered to the Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise is just simply recounting the faithfulness of and the greatness of God in times past. I want to say thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed, my soul is at rest, oh Lord, I give you thanks. I want to say thanks, thanks, I give you thanks. And he said, for all you've done, for all you've done, I am so blessed. My soul is at rest, oh Lord, I give you thanks. See, as you keep giving thanks, it now reminds you of what God has done. Remember how God saw you through that difficult time when you didn't have any job, when your cousin threw you out of the house and you were supposed to be homeless. And how you walked into the bus stop and there's somebody you don't know, a stranger found you and took you to a place, a shelter. And then you got, through that shelter, you got your own flat. Through that uh, shelter and the flat, you got your own job. So as you start singing, I give you thanks for all you've done. Then you start remembering 
I am so blessed. My soul is at rest. Oh Lord, I give you thanks. Then you start remembering and you say, if God brought me from that, that same God can see me through. Can take me through this difficult time. Because back then, it was difficult. But somehow, God brought me through. And that same God is going to bring me through. Hallelujah. Immediately, you start having confidence in the God that you have served up to now. Just because you started to worship. Just because you started to sing. Hallelujah. How many are going to start praising God? Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. And now I know, oh, he holds the future. And my this worth living just because he lives. Praise also frees other people around you. You go to the hospital, your cousin is sick. They are, they are maybe in trouble. The police have arrested them. As you sing, it releases others. The Bible says, and at midnight, Paul and Silas, Acts chapter 16, verse 25, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto the Lord God. And the prisoners heard them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake that shook the foundations of the prison. And immediately the doors were opened and everyone's bands, the other people who were just around, who were not praising, were freed because Paul and Silas praised. Amen. Your, your, your praise releases other people around. So when you don't praise, other people are held in captivity. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? When you don't praise, there, there are people around you that are held in captivity. Learn to be a worshiper. Learn to be a praise, a praiser. Praise God all the time. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Holy name, the Lord is good. Hallelujah. You don't know these songs. See, they don't even know how to play it. See, when you go back to those type of songs, it helps you to declare the goodness of God. I will extol thee, my God and King. I will praise your name forever. Every day, I will bless your name. Praise your name forever. Hallelujah. When you, when you start to praise God, when you start to learn how, you see, praise doesn't, doesn't depend on you having a good voice. You don't need a good voice. 
You just need a heart of worship. 